What's up, everybody? Welcome to In This Economy Podcast, Episode 2. Sam, we made it to Episode 2. Aren't you glad about that? New mic, who this? So, thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate all the reviews and the uh, listens and subscribes we got on our YouTube channel. So, definitely check us out on YouTube as well as iTunes and uh, Spotify now and Pocket Cast and Google Podcasts as well. Uh, my name is Matt, and I'm here with Sam. Happy to be here, Matt. Let's get this bread. That's that's what it's all about. So for those who are new to the podcast, you know, what we try to do here is try to figure out ways to unlock the keys to wealth. One of our listeners actually described this podcast as a CNBC for people who like barstool sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a, that's a good way to, to describe what we're doing here. Shout out to our listeners, all seven of you. We love you. <laughs> Looking forward to growing. Tell some friends. Don't forget to rate us five stars. Leave a review if you can. Exactly. So what we want to talk about today, the first thing we're going to do is a recap of what happened last week, things that didn't work out too well, and and Sam has a lot to answer for there. I'm going to talk about the things that did work out because if you followed my bets, you would be looking very nice right now. So we're actually then going to talk about uh, Canopy Growth Corporation as well. I have a new biotech stock that I want to talk about, and then Sam will finish up with some NFL picks. So, Sam, what what happened last week? I think, you know, I, I heard a lot of great rhetoric from you about all this, all these wins we were going to have, can miss bets. Man, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan uh, with that fourth and one play uh, really, really hurt us and, and all the uh, listeners. Uh, he took our money and we should demand it back. But it was a rough loss. Uh, the degen parlays were rough as well. Uh I think we're going to make up for it this week. You can't win them all. And unfortunately, we started off uh, 0 for 3. But, you know, uh, I got a little bonus in there for uh, for you fans out there. I'm actually going to be tweeting from our Twitter, at EconomyPod, the Thursday night games moving forward. Um, I tweeted it today. We, we're on Cowboys minus 3. I think we're looking good so far. Um and later on the show, we're going to go ahead and get you guys some bets to uh, not only make your money back, make you more money. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think we're going to make up for it. And hopefully you listen to both of us and uh, you made some money listening to Matt. Yeah, that's that's what we're hoping. So, okay, but so the, the 49ers ended up losing by three points, right? Yeah. That, oh, that just grinds my gears, you know. I was concerned because the Ravens were doing so well this year and... You know, you really thought that the 49ers were going to take it. It got down to the wire. Uh, you know, it, it was real close. It could have been anyone's game. And uh, let's just say there was a, a couple blown calls, a little rough in the passer that sh- wasn't really too rough. Mm. Um, you know, some that bad... That was bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. You hate that kind yeah. of language. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll bleep that. But, uh, again, we were real close to winning some of those. The Raiders really, really hurt us on our afternoon parlay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it just wasn't wasn't our week last week. But, you know what? In the words of uh, Bill Belichick, we're on to uh, Cincinnati. I think this week uh, we're going to hit all of our bets. We're going to make a lot of money. But, uh, like I mentioned earlier... If you at least listen to Matt, yeah, okay, you made some money. Yeah, yeah. So I'll get into it now. For anybody, this this result actually just came out today, and uh, depending on when you listen to this, you know, look at the press releases from Orenia is the company name, 
And last week, I told all of you fools out there to buy. The stock was trading at like 7.50 a share, I think. And today, after hours yesterday, actually, we saw it get up almost to $20 a share. And today closed at rate $15, which is, you know, if my math is correct, that's 100% gain, which is remarkable. I'm glad that I took the bet. I made about four times on my money when I originally took the position, but you know that's uh, that's just the kind of kind of results we can expect when we follow somebody <laughs> who knows what they're doing. Ah, uh, yikes! So what's going on next for this company though is uh, I would not hold much longer if you are holding because you know there's an odd, the odds are that they could raise some more money given their stock price is so high right now. And there is a risk, too, that they could get bought out. So the price could go even higher than this, but to lock in the gains, I would recommend selling your money now. We saw that Ameren actually increased in stock price, too. So I recommended that last last time as well. It's only up a buck now, although it was toying with 23. And uh, there's no news that came out for it, so it's just, you know, we're just riding the, uh, the wave of positivity before the FDA decision. That's going to happen at the end of the year. Now, the next company I want to talk about, the name is Acosti Pharma, and they're actually a Canadian company. They also have a fish oil formulation that is undergoing phase three clinical trials right now, and they have two readouts, one at the end of this month and one at the end of January. And I think if you buy now, the stock's only trading at a buck ninety. Uh, you can buy a decent amount, and I have a good feeling, you know, I'd say it's probably like 75-25, the odds that the data is good. And you could easily see the stock double in price. So I recommend that for anybody with a little extra dry powder waiting to waiting to get in the game. We're uh, we're an omega three podcast now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's twice now I talk about this fish oil stuff, but it's huge. And getting that FDA approval is just going to expand the market big time. Great for your brain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually data that came out that said that it might have a role in ADHD in children. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I mean, the indications that these companies are looking for have nothing to do with that, but it's just another like, oh, you know. It's another next. perk of being an Omega-3 pod. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can talk about that in more depth next time. But um, yeah, so that's what I have for, for biotech. And uh, I think moving on, let's let's get into canopy growth. You know, it's, a, it's related to biotech, but uh, it's a little different, I think. Yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Canopy Growth is the largest weed stock that's publicly traded. Um, yeah, and the the whole sector has been completely annihilated in the last <laughs> year. I think. I think um, you know at, at its peak, Canopy Growth was trading at forty eight point five or something like that, and now it's at like eighteen and change. So, you know, it's lost two thirds of its market cap, pretty much, which. Is a, is a major yikes, I would say. Imagine losing two-thirds of your stash. Yeah. For all the weed smokers out there. Yeah, you, you do not like to see that. Yeah, some um, of that money went up in smoke. <laughs> yeah, I think that's safe to say. <laughs> and I think the trouble is that people are worried that the demand for, for weed just isn't there. And Canopy itself, you know, they're doing a lot of acquisitions, which is making them take on a lot of debt, but they do have a pretty decent balance sheet right now. I think um, their year-over-year growth in Q3 was 228%, which is huge, but keep in mind legalization in Canada happened in Q3 of last year. So this is like the the big explosion since legalization took place. Um, Net income only increased 13% though. So despite all of this revenue that they have, the net income isn't actually increasing that much. And I think it's because they're doing all these acquisitions and they're taking on a lot of debt in order to expand in the US as well as Europe and things like that. So do you think it's a long-term play with all these acquisitions? 
do you think that weed people are going to adapt to it? Because I have some thoughts on it that we could get into just a, a little bit. But um, yeah, so so I do think that what they're trying to position themselves as is this like leader because they're creating all of this infrastructure, acquiring all these foreign companies. So, you know, they have to put in a lot of groundwork to get all of that set up. And it is forcing them to take on a lot of debt. But uh, I got to say their their balance sheet isn't too bad. And right now their net cash position is still three point one billion dollars. So and, you know, just to, to give some context, their market cap right now is around six and a half billion so they're trading only at two times what their net cash position is, which actually, you know, it's, it's not too bad, really. A lot of companies traded a lot higher than that. But they have lost market share. Is that correct? Yeah. So their market cap in, in January of this year was $17 billion. So they, they took a serious haircut. And I think that's fair. You know, that they were trading on multiple times their, their net cash at the time. But now the valuation is probably a little more in line with what makes sense, but Really, it's about the future growth potential, and I don't know if they're going to get there, but um, it seems like a lot of it does depend also on things like American weed legalization and how Europe is, is going to treat it as well. So I, uh, I kind of expected this stock to do better than it did. I actually bought it uh, multiple times. Uh, yeah, I bought it when it was kind of low, and then I got it um, more on the high side when it was in the 30s, and uh, my... Uh, I'm a little disappointed with how it's performed, obviously. Uh, one of the main reasons that 200, what is it, 280% or some increase? Yeah. yeah, 228. 228, so roughly two and a half times uh, increase. That's not that impressive when you consider an entire country yeah. legalized marijuana. And I have some thoughts on, on why um, I kind of expect it to be much more. I don't think that weed is completely accepted yet as socially normal Culturally, yeah yeah i mean it's definitely in the last five years it's taken huge steps but uh you can go up to your boss or your coworker and say hey let's go get a beer mm. i don't think we're at the point right now uh yet where you could come up to your coworker yeah. and be like hey let's go smoke a joint after work yeah so um i think it's gonna take a lot longer than we'd like for that to happen i think mm -hmm. uh maybe 10 years 15 right. years so we get that taboo out of the way yeah i do think this is a good long-term play since yeah. they are the the clear leader and mm -hmm. that's how they kind of want to stick it that way i don't want to call this amazon of weed yeah well. uh, but it's kind of like amazon of weed they're the right. clear leader in the space and um, there, it looks like with all their acquisitions, they want to stay that way. Mm. And so, as long as society kind of catches up with weed and, and it becomes kind of just a normal thing to do, just like going yeah. going and get a beer, I think you're in a good position long term. Yeah, and I think you know if you're expecting the stock to fall a lot more, I don't think you know. I think if if we look at the net cash position as kind of the low ball area of where the stock could go. Um, because they did lose last year $670 million despite all of that revenue gain. So it is like a concern long term if they keep making these acquisitions without the respective revenue growth. But yeah, I don't think, I think this is an appropriate sort of place to scale in a position if you wanted to long term. But I agree with you socially and culturally, it's just going to take time. Um, but uh, the whole sector has, has taken a big hit. They're not the only one, obviously. I, I was holding Kronos for a while, but I since sold that since it sold off so much. But you know, it's uh, it's tough out there. Yeah. Um, do you 
do you think that uh, once America, if America legalizes marijuana, it would get a huge kind oh, yeah. of push? Oh, yeah. It'd be insane. Yeah. Me too. But I, politically, I don't think it holds any water yet. I think there's a chance. We'll see. 2020. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's see who gets yeah. in office. Right? Yeah, let's see who gets in office. But um, the one one thing, I, one extra note I want to put on this is even like right now, we're in California, like we said, and marijuana is legal here. And although it's legal, it's really not convenient to get it. Like it's right. still uh, – and I, I compare this strictly to cigarettes and alcohol, I think, would be the, the yeah. two items that I compare this to. Man, you could walk to any corner of any street and you could buy cigarettes and alcohol, uh, at least in California. And with marijuana, you have to seek out these dispensaries. Certain neighborhoods don't have them and it kind of turns into uh, a chore. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to – for maybe for for people who smoke a lot, sure – yeah. Not a problem, but, but for someone who's interested in getting it, it's, it's a, a lot of hurdles. Yeah, it's a real barrier. <laughs> yeah, and even in Ontario and Canada, they could they would only ship it to you. You couldn't go to a storefront. Some people were like weird about that, just having their public information out there. But yeah. um, the regulatory hurdles that this company has to go through is no joke, and I think that's definitely hindering the the growth potential that's out there. But like you said, long term, that's the thing. If you're willing to be patient, I think it would probably deliver if you like scale in slowly into a position. But Let's get some lobbying going. Yeah, and that, that would help too. <laughs> yeah. It would absolutely help. I don't know who we pay for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll report back to you guys. Yeah, right. But uh, that's our take on, on canopy, on weed, I think, in general. So I uh, I don't have a position right now in, in any of the companies though. Do you? Uh, I do. I'm in Canopy. Uh, I again I believe in it long term. Like I said, I think it's uh it's kind of like the Amazon of weed. I mm-hmm. think it's a long term play, and um, you know I love that weed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's shift gears though. I feel like um, we gotta we really need to redeem ourselves from from last week, Sam. So uh, do you have anything for us? I just is anybody gonna trust you? I I, I sure I certainly hope so. I want a chance to earn your business back. <laughs> Uh, before I get into my, my picks, uh, I have a special segment of the show that I want to dedicate to my wife. Oh. Um, this is hopefully going to be a recurring segment, uh, but this is going to be our nemesis of the week. Nice. Uh, so this actually, Matt was here for when I discovered my nemesis of the week. Mm. So at halftime of the 49ers-Ravens game, we went to... Uh, a sandwich place here in San Diego just to pick up we ordered ahead of time and uh, we were just trying to go there at halftime and go on our way and enjoy a nice delicious salami sandwich uh, while watching the Niners hopefully win and this place is the best bread in town probably yeah it's it's good uh, for all you baguette lovers out there <laughs> this is your spot so uh, Matt and I get there and there's a phone in pickup order and there's just this old tall behemoth of a man he and may he, have been like autistic. Yikes! Maybe, uh, and you know, there's chance that uh, he didn't get enough omega threes uh, <laughs> growing up. But uh, this guy is holding up the line. He's a call ahead orders, and then um, for to paint you guys an even bigger picture, I'm wearing a, a Jimmy Garoppolo jersey. Who Man. is the what 40, a quarterback? Yeah, what a guy. Great yeah, great quarterback. What a looker. Um, so I'm wearing a Jimmy Garoppolo 
uh, jersey clearly showing that I am um, part of the Niner Nation. And I, uh, as I walk up, first thing he says, I don't like the 49ers. Yeah. What a clown. Who is this guy? Here I am buying a sandwich. I'm waiting in line for no reason because I called ahead. Right. And this guy has the audacity to tell me that he does not like the 49ers. Right to your face. Right to my face. As he's handing you food. Yeah. Let's just say it left a bad taste in my mouth that only a delicious salami sandwich <laughs> uh, was able to help. We, and, we should have known that may have been a bad sign about the 49ers. Yeah, I think that guy was the kiss of death for all of us. So uh, he is my nemesis of the week, big, tall sandwich man. Uh, we don't like you. No, yeah. If you're listening to this, my guy, you better get another job. Yes. Yeah. we're going back there, and if we see your face, there's going to be problems. Your days are numbered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, now we'll go into what most of you guys are probably listening for, <laughs> yeah. and uh, that is... My can't miss bet of the week. Yeah, let's go. We, did we it. it is redemption time, guys. It is redemption time this week. Boy, do I have a good one for you. My can't miss bet of the week is the Colts that are plus one forty versus the Bucks. Um, I like the Colts a lot. They're a sneaky good team. Jacoby Brissett is turned out to be a really good quarterback. I uh, studied under Tom Brady and then studied mm. under Andrew Luck. So how, how terrible is Tom Brady right now? Though? Uh, well, Tom Brady. That is, game was embarrassing. Yeah, it was last uh, last Sunday night's game was embarrassing. But you know, it's classic Patriots to uh, make everyone think that they're terrible and done, and then then they end up winning a Super right. Bowl. So I'm yeah. not going to count them out just yet. But. Um, Jacoby Brissett and the Colts are a really good team. They have a solid defense. Uh, the Bucks, although exciting uh, to watch and have been kind of trending up lately, Jameis throws a lot of picks. Jameis Winston, uh, the Bucks quarterback, is pretty much gonna. I pretty much guarantee he's gonna throw two interceptions minimum <laughs> uh, this, wow. this week. So uh, I like the Colts. I think they're smart. They're really well coached. And uh, I'm like shocked that uh, the Colts were underdogs here. So hmm. I think it's a little little Vegas mess, mishap. So uh, can't miss better of the week. Colts plus one forty hmm. versus the Bucks. Uh, that's do it. Trust me. Yeah, you're, uh, you're talking me into it, even yeah, though I still don't trust you. You, you got to do it, Maddie. Uh, you're gonna thank me later. Then I got my uh, my morning degenerate parlay. <laughs> here we go. Uh, I got Ravens money line versus the Bills, Packers money line versus the Redskins. That um, oh, needs yeah. no introduction. God, the Redskins. Yeah, what a bad team. That the Redskins might be your nemesis of the week. They're just they're just they're hilariously bad. It's like can a team every time I think that they're like oh yeah they're bad, then it's like oh no they're this much worse than I thought. It's a, it's a clown team for clown fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to talk too personally about some people we know, but. Let's just say the uh, the team and their fans, they really go together. <laughs> then, uh, adding to that money line, I got Texans money line versus the Broncos. You know I had to throw my Niners in there. I got the Niners plus two and a half versus the Saints. Um, all these teams are favorites except for the Niners. So 100 wins you 250, so it's a two and a half to one odds. Again, that's Ravens money line versus the Bills. 
Uh, the Bills are sneaky good, but we saw what the Ravens are capable of. If they could beat the Niners, yeah. they could beat the Bills. The Packers are going to destroy the, the Redskins. The Texans are really good. We saw them beat the uh, the Patriots last week. Um, the Broncos are trash with no quarterback, so I'd say these are pretty safe. Niners plus two and a half. I guess you could leave that off of your mm. parlay if you're feeling a little skittish. Mm. I think the Niners got it. They barely lost yeah. to the Ravens. Yeah, Saints uh, are a good day. team. Saints are right. a good team, but they're not. Um, they're Drew, not the Ravens. Right they're now. not the Ravens. Drew Brees is is a great quarterback, but he's a, a pocket passer. Mm. And the Niners have had real trouble with guys who are mobile, like mm. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees, he's probably going to get sacked quite a bit. <laughs> How uh, many times? I'd say, I'm calling, if I'm going over under, I'd say I'd put it at four and a half. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were going to say like 14 or something. No, that's a ridiculous number. <laughs> uh, I'd say I'd say he's probably going to get sacked four to five times. Um, so anyways, this parlay would get you 100, wins you 250. And then... Man, my my afternoon parlay is a juicy one. It was so good that I I had to take it when I was writing this down. I couldn't help myself. I'm ready to win some money. Uh, Chiefs money line versus the Patriots. Uh, I think the Patriots are not out of it yet. I think we're all panicking. They're like ten and three. They're still doing great. Um, But um, the Chiefs are looking good. Uh, Mahomes is back in his groove. He's easily yeah. one of the top three most exciting quarterbacks in the league he's mm-hmm. must watch tv i think uh i don't think the patriots will score enough to keep up with the chiefs mm-hmm. and that's why i think the chiefs got this money line mm-hmm. then we got the steelers money line versus arizona hmm. uh it's a bad game it's a, yeah, not, a, not gonna be a, a not game. gonna be a good game but here's some fun stuff about the steelers and you've kind of seen it recently is they just find ways to win they are well coached they have a sneaky good defense i don't even think it's sneaky anymore they just have a good defense um arizona i think at this point they're kind of mailing it in like they're playing hard but they know they're gonna lose they know they have no shot at the playoffs so uh, i think they're playing for that draft pick and i think Mm. the steelers are playing to make the playoffs right uh where it stands right now they're actually in the playoffs so uh, with the Browns just uh, at their heels. So I think that uh, Steelers money line, and then I got Titans money line versus the Raiders. <laughs> Man, let me just – I hate the Raiders. I hate the goddamn Raiders. Another bad team. Man, a terrible team. John Gruden is the most overrated coach of all time. If you follow us on Twitter, that's at EconomyPod. You could see the ridiculous picture we've got of him in the, during the game. Great facial expression. Man, he was so disappointed in this trash team. Um, Derek Carr is not good uh, like I thought he was. And the Titans have been sneaky good ever since Ryan Tannehill took over for Mariota. They got a good defense. Um, I just think that the Titans are going to win. So this one, you want to talk juicy? 100 wins you $579. That's crazy. I'm surprised at that. You're, yeah, me too. This is a steal. You're welcome. <laughs> 5.7x return on your yeah. investment in one day in this economy? Yeah, right. Damn. No one wow. is doing that. Yeah. So I, uh, I highly recommend, if you don't trust my morning parlay, I don't blame you. You can go ahead and bypass that if you want. 
Um, I would definitely go for my can't miss bet of the week, and I would go for this afternoon parlay. These are guaranteed winners. If if we win all of these, that's like I think all will be forgiven. Yeah, I I think even if we go two for three on these, yeah, all will be more than forgiven. And then for those of you following on Twitter. Uh, you should have been listening or looking for rather that Thursday night bet or the Cowboys. That's probably going to hit too. Mm. So go ahead and keep an eye out on that. Every Thursday I will release that Thursday bet because the pod is normally going to come out on uh, Saturdays. So uh, to make sure that you're you're making the most return on your investment for betting, make sure you follow us at Economy Pod. Yeah, and also send us an email at in this economy pod at gmail.com for anybody who wants to send us any any like tidbits you know any comments questions maybe uh maybe a congratulations on the win matt you know that'd be good or if you have something mean to say to sam about his brutal picks last week that would also be entertaining any topics you guys want us to hit any stocks you guys want us to look into again any insider trading information you guys can (laughs) give us um but please please subscribe Give us five stars. Uh, leave us a review if it's good. You could leave us a review if it's bad as long as it's five stars. Bingo. Um, yeah, if, if you guys want to do less than five stars, um, go ahead and email us instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, please tell a friend about the pod and uh, keep listening. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. And, uh, you know, this was the second episode of In This Economy. My name is Matt and uh, Sam's the co-host here. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.